and friends. Good morning, everyone. It's time to get in the zone with Bartow Sports Zone, your source for local coach interviews, local sports news, information, and local sports talk. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. I'll be joined today by members of the Bartow Sports Zone bench warmers. Alan Sanders keeps the show running back in the WBHF studios. We're on the Zoom connection. I expect to be joined by Brad Stevens and Jackson Hyde a little later on. Maybe even Matt Santini will jump in here. On today's show, our guests include Adairsville girls basketball coach Melissa Winters and Cartersville football coach Connor Foster. So we hope you'll stick around for that. Later, we'll provide a local winter sports update. Touch on the World Cup frenzy. Talk about tonight's GHSA state football semifinals and discuss this weekend's college football conference championship game. So we hope you'll stick around for the next couple of hours. We're glad you've joined us, and we remind you that you can always find us online at BartosportZone.com. That's where you can get your daily local sports news and updates. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well at Zone. And our free podcast downloads are available on your favorite podcatcher or your favorite listening device, just search for Bartow Sports Zone Podcast. We're brought to you by All Star Roofing, Styles Auto Care, Derek Strange of Edward Jones, Wilson Pools, Asher Realty, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Rents for Events, DA Baker Construction, iWorks of Cartersville, Latitude Blue, All Weather Heating and Air, Johnny's New York Style Pizza. Schottenkirk Honda, First Class Collision Center, Hydro Pro Wash, Oak Valley Designs, and Three-Way Campers. Time to get this morning's program started and welcome in our opening guest of the day, Coach Melissa Winters, head coach of the Adairsville Lady Tigers. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. Very glad to have you with us. Welcome back to The Zone and Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF. Uh, the Adairsville girls have started the season uh, three and one now, I guess it is, uh, uh, following Tuesday night's win over Woodland. Uh, wins also over our Murchie and North Murray in a pre-Thanksgiving tournament at our Murchie High School. Uh, you had a loss mixed in there to Sonorville. Uh, share with us a little bit about Tuesday night's uh, big win over at Woodland. Um, Tuesday, our defense definitely started our offense. We started off kind of slow, had a slow first half. Um, second half, picked up the defensive intensity, and that was able to convert some easy buckets for us. Very good. So uh, is that something that uh, you have worked on in the off season? Yes, we've talked a bit, talked a lot about big third quarters. We've got to have a big third quarter coming out of halftime every ball game, um, and we've got to do that because of intensity. We've talked about quick transitions can create some offense for us, so that's what we're going to have this year, I think. Well, the season is uh, obviously still in its infancy, but uh, tell us a little bit about what you've learned about your group uh, this year through those first four games or so. Um, they the first group likes to play very fast. Um, they like to play very quick defense, which um, gives them some easy offense. And then they like to settle in and run a half-court set. Um, we found that we're a little deeper than we thought originally. I think we're running about eight deep right now. Originally, I thought we were going to be about six deep. But we've got a good group of juniors and seniors that are, that are going to lead this season for it. Well, let's uh, kind of go back into the off season, if you will, a little bit. Uh, the season ends uh, in twenty one, twenty two. Uh, you you move into your off season workouts and what have you, even back into the summer. Um, what have you witnessed from this group of players that gives you encouragement about moving forward in twenty two, twenty three? This group's taking some great strides in leadership. We've got a couple of those juniors who have stepped up and said, we want to go to the region tournament. We want to go to the, the first round of state if possible, maybe even farther than that. And so they have really taken a um, an approach that we're going to hold everybody accountable on the court and off the court so that we can progress and get better. So they've been putting in a lot of off-season work um, with shooting, 
with conditioning, with ball handling. And I think all of those things are playing into some good positives for us right now. Were you able to do any traveling with the group this time uh, during the off season to kind of create those bonding situations? Um, we did. We did. A, we played a lot this summer. We played up at Ringgold. We played up in Tennessee, and we took a trip to Clayton State and played some very fast teams, um, athletic teams, which I think is going to be beneficial to us in our region and hopefully at state. Coach, we've got about a minute before our first commercial break of the morning. Talk about who is assisting you on the bench in 22-23. Okay, I have two assistants right now. Um, Alexis Walraven is a young coach from Adairsville Middle School. We brought her over trying to um, groom her into a high school basketball coach. We also have Ariel Anderson. Um, they're both cast high school graduates. Um, Ariel went on to play college ball. She has been with me now for two years, and they are very beneficial on the bench. They're able to see things from a player's perspective and a coach's perspective. So those things have been very helpful during game time situations. We're visiting with Coach Melissa Winters of the Adairsville Lady Tigers basketball team. We want to remind you that we have high school football coming up for you tonight here on WBHF. It will be the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes on the road as they take on the Warner Robins Demons. We'll have that with pregame coverage starting at 6 p.m. Right now, we're going to take a timeout on Bartow's Sports Zone, and we'll be back with Coach Melissa Winters to visit some more and talk about the Lady Tigers. Keep your property in top-notch shape this season with a new Husqvarna mower from Elite Stone Supply. With all your residential and commercial mower needs, Elite has zero-turn, riding, and walk-behind models in all price levels. Check out the robotic mowers, too. Come make your best deal today on any of our full line of Husqvarna mowers at Elite Stone Supply, 9 Baker Road, just north of Cartersville on US 41, across from Racetrack, on Facebook and online at EliteStoneSupply.net. Prepared with dough that's made daily and always the freshest ingredients, Johnny's New York Style Pizza is your family-friendly spot in Cartersville for pizza, a fresh salad, wings, a New York Style sub, or your favorite pasta dish. Johnny's has plenty of daily lunch specials, too. Visit johnnyspizza.com to order online for pickup or visit soon at 244 North Dixie Avenue. Brick oven baked, fresh, and authentic, Johnny's New York Style Pizza. We're all pizza people. I hope your morning is off to a great start as well as uh, your weekend. Charles Wilson here on Bartow Sports Zone along with Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studio. Jackson Hyde has now joined us on the Zoom connection. Good morning, Jackson. Good morning. Good morning, Coach Winters. Coach Winters of Adairsville with us here this morning as well. We're talking Adairsville girls basketball and uh, Coach one of the things we always like to do with Bartow Sports Zone, especially the first time through with our coaches, is let them talk about their roster. So uh, just kind of take it away here. Start with your seniors, work down through your younger contributors. Okay, we do have two seniors this year, Alyssa Jarrett and Megan Gregory. Um, Alyssa is what we call a tweener. She's a part guard and part post. She can play all our positions. Um, Megan's a definite true post. Uh, Megan's six foot two. She gives us some good post presence. The two of them have brought tremendous leadership to our team this year. Um, we're very grateful for them. Um, they're truly softball players at heart, but they've done a good job on the basketball court for us too. Um, we have six juniors this year. Um, two of which have gotten good varsity minutes over the last two years. Um, the others are fairly brand new to the varsity level. Um, Annalie McCord is a transfer. Um, Annalie Morris, I'm sorry, is a, a transfer from Rockmart. She's coming in as a junior. She's seen good minutes at the guard spot down there. Um, Alyssa Winters has had some good varsity minutes. Um, she's played for us the last couple of years as a true guard. <clears throat> and Tanasia Porter is our other guard um, in the junior class. She's coming 
for a very new varsity beginning. Um, and then our post players, Zaria Hicks, Darby Adams, and Aaliyah McBride um, round out that junior class. All of them are a little bit new to the varsity level as well, but are giving us some good minutes right now. And then our sole underclassman on the team is Nazaria Roberts at that point guard spot. Um, she's really stepped up in some leadership as well for us. She plays quick on the front of that press. She plays quick at the top of a defense, and she's able to get us some quick steals. It was transitioning that into some um, good offense for us. Well, Coach, that sounds like a, a very heavily uh, loaded roster in the junior class. Uh, that means a lot of those uh, freshmen and sophomores in the program uh, are participating at the sub-varsity level. you got a pretty full schedule for those young ladies. We are still working on that schedule. We've actually got enough this year for a freshman and a JV team. Um, so we're trying to fill some of those spots. We've got a couple of those freshmen um, that could step up and play some good JV tennis. Um, and a couple of those sophomores, I think by the end of the season, will be up giving us some bars. Very good. Well, ideally, what's, what's the philosophical style of play for this year's team? I know you talked about your starters trying to go fast a little bit right now. Uh, start with what you want to do offensively. Offensively, we're going to try to push the ball as we can, and then they're going to run a half-court set. Um, we've kind of claimed our season as a hybrid season because we do have those kids that do like to go quickly. We've got three or four that play together almost year-round, and those kids have gotten to know each other. They have some good chemistry, which is um, giving us some good offensive movements as well. Um, so we're going to play a hybrid. We're going to run when we can, and then we'll slow down and run that half-court sets as needed. What about defensively? What's the philosophy there? Defense, we're going to play a bunch of different defenses. We've already started out the season in five different defenses um, in each game. We're going to try to play as possible to give the girls a good quick look into um, towards the offense to push those easy transition points. And then we're going to play – or defense as well. We're going to play just some good, gritty half-court man. Coach, Region 6 AAA uh, that includes Adairsville, includes eight teams this year. And next, uh, you start your 16-game region schedule tonight at home against Gordon Lee. Uh, what do you know about the Trojans? Um, I don't know a ton about them, honestly. We've seen a little bit out of them. They look fairly young. Um we're hoping to be able to pressure them a lot tonight for some turn to equal some good offense for us. Um, I know that they're fairly, they're very well coached in some other sports. I don't know much about their basketball program yet. Coach, uh, Region 6 AAA, of course, includes Gordon Lee and Adairsville facing off tonight. You also have Lafayette, uh, Bremen, Lakeview, Fort Oglethorpe, Cahulla Creek. Ringgold and Ridgeland mixed in there. I know your plans include buying for one of the league's top four spots in a state playoff berth, but uh, who do you see as the four or five teams emerging as top contenders for those spots with your Lady Tigers? Um, right now, I still think that LFO is going to be very strong this year. They didn't lose much last year. They won the region last year. Um, I also think Cahulla Creek is back on the upswing um, they came up strong this summer. Um, and then Ringo, I know, lost a lot. A lot of the girls transferred out, but I still think that Coach Stogberger will have them going by Christmas pretty pretty hard. Um, and then that other spot, I think, is really up for grabs. Um, that fifth spot, yeah, Lafayette may be, in, may be in contention for that one but I see the Lady Tigers as one or two this season. Very good. Jackson, you want to jump in here right quick? Uh, yeah, Coach, uh, good morning to you. But the holiday season's coming up. That usually means there's some local tournaments uh, going on. Tell us, uh, tell the listeners where they can come watch the Lady Tigers play, maybe uh, in a tournament or something here over the holidays. We will be at home this season. We host that Tigers Christmas Clash. 
be sponsored by 306 Powerhouse and Glenda Mitchell Law Firm uh, this upcoming season. Um, we'll have some of those county teams there and then some teams outside of the county. We even have an out-of-state team this year. Yeah, you I, know can, the, I, I can run through those real quickly. Uh, we're running out of time here. And on the girls' side, Sonorable, Blessed Trinity, Murray County, Calhoun, Chattooga, Woodland, and North Laurel, Kentucky. And on the boys' side, Excel Christian Academy, South Paulding, Long County, Calhoun, Murray County, Chattooga, and Woodland, and, of course, the Adairsville Lady Tigers. Uh, games beginning at 10 a.m. each day and then running through the evening. Coach Melissa Winters, uh, thank you so much for joining us this morning. And uh, not only good luck tonight, but good luck with your season. Thank you. We will uh, have you on here again very soon, I am sure, we'll, when uh, we roll through all of our coaches locally. Quick reminder, we have high school football coming up tonight on WBHF, Cartersville down on the road at Warner Robins. Pre-game coverage begins at 6 with kickoff around 7.30. We hope you'll join us for that coverage if you can't make your way down to the game. Time for a news break and back with more of Bartow Sports Zone. Do you love the way your home or business looks in Christmas lights, but like the expertise and equipment to get the job done right and safely? Hydro Pro Wash has the answer. We can design and install your decorative lights, maintain them throughout the season at no extra charge, and take them down at the start of the new year. For an exact quote today, call 678-764-3553, find Hydro Pro Wash on Facebook, or go to mychristmaslightspro.com. Accidents will happen, but when the unfortunate happens to you, let First Class Collision Center be your partner in repairs. First Class provides quality auto body and interior repair while working with all insurance companies and maintaining a Google five-star customer rating. Call First Class at 770-755-2200 to schedule your free no-obligation estimate today. Our shop now handles big truck repairs too. First Class Collision Center because it has to be perfect. Good morning, friends. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. It's an exciting time of the year with the Georgia High School Association State Playoffs now reaching the semifinal round. And we have the good fortune of having as our next guest this morning, Coach Connor Foster, head coach of the 12-1 Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, guys. Thank you for having me. Welcome back to The Zone and Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF. Again, we appreciate your time, uh, and I know our local football fans appreciate it. Uh, let's take just a moment and celebrate last week's big 56-28 win over coffee for a moment. Uh, your guys certainly started fast, scoring touchdowns on five of six first-half possessions, Coach. Yeah, you know, it's been been something that uh, we've been preaching all year, trying to get started faster. And um, I'm just really proud of our kids, you know, not not only playing a great opponent, but playing the circumstances, playing uh, Thanksgiving week and having, you know, an entire week off. And, um, you know, it can become distraction if you let it. But so proud of our kids and our coaches for handling that beautifully, um, showing great maturity uh, in, in handling those situations and, you know, just feeling very blessed. It was great, great week, great opportunity. Spent a lot of extra time, um, you know, pouring into these kids that we love so much. Not only uh, did the offense start quickly, but your defense created turnovers, cashed them in as well. Case Adams with a pick six in the first half. Of course, he had the fumble recovery in the second half, so kudos to him. And then uh, also in that second half to get it started, Colin Fletcher had that scoop and score early. Yeah, you know, anytime you can create uh, turnovers, uh, you know, it it's going to swing some momentum and, um, you know, they're, they're huge plays. Um, and then when you can when you can turn them into points, obviously, um, you know, very, very um, grateful for those opportunities. And that comes from, from sprinting to the football, hustling to the football, attacking the football when you're tackling it. Um, you know, it's uh, we, we've been doing a good job with that lately. Hopefully that will continue tonight. 
Coffee had an athletic quarterback and an interesting mixture of running backs. Uh, we were able to see a lot of different <laughs> running back styles in that game. Uh, share with us a little bit about how your defense was able to keep that daunting rushing attack in check. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know that we kept it in check, but, um, you know, we didn't really just give up just a huge play. There was, there was one right before the half, a pass play we gave up. But other than that, uh, we just kept making them a huddle and, uh, eventually just found ways to get stops, whether it be a turnover or a penalty or a negative play. And, um, you know, we were, we were willing to, to bend, especially with a lead in the second half, probably didn't play as aggressive maybe as we normally would, but, um, you know, just kind of bled slow and then we're able to get some stops on some fourth downs and create some turnovers. So, um, you know, they got a, they had a great offense and those three running backs were, were certainly, um, all unique and, and they kept fresh legs throwing at us the entire game and, uh, proud of our kids for responding well. Jackson, I'll give you a chance to jump in here this morning. Yeah, before we move on to, to tonight's game, Coach, I'll throw a little rat poison at you. I read in the paper where uh, the Coffee County coach said he was his team was as dominated as worse as they've ever been in a first half of a football game, and that's credit to you and your players for, for coming out ready to go. Is it important to get that kind of start tonight? Yeah, I mean, always, always you want to. If I could draw it up tonight, for sure, I would I would draw it up like that. Um, you know, but every game is unique, and, um, you know, that's the goal. Every game, come out come out hot and, and score every time and stop them every time. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. And um, I know this, our kids will fight. Our kids have been, in, you know, in every imaginable circumstance this, this year, been way up, been way down, and uh, found a way to, to persevere in, in some um, extreme circumstances this year. So not only have we learned a lot about football, we learned a lot about their character, a lot about their toughness. So I think they'll be ready for it tonight. For the record here uh, with the victory, the Canes have now reached the final four, I believe, seven times in the last 11 seasons. Overall, Cartersville's 13th trip to the semifinals since 1989. Coach, uh, quarterback Paul Gamble, uh, has performed well all season, but Friday night may have been his best of the year. You've uh, often talked about teams and players improving throughout the season and into the playoffs. Is that how you would describe the work by Gamble? Yeah, I mean, I think that's what you see. You see a guy that's just getting more and more comfortable every week and more reps. You know, we got to the end of the, the regular season and, and going back and self-scouting and evaluating. And, you know, really, you know, Paul had, had some injuries and only played – 21 out of 40 quarters um, through the first 10 games. So it was amazing um, for us to be where we were. Credit to, to Nate, you know, and Coach Rickman for having all those that quarterback room ready. But, uh, you know, Paul, as he's gotten healthy and gotten more reps, he's gotten better and better every week, and his confidence is, is really high right now. We feed off of him. You know, he's an emotional guy. When he gets going, uh, our kids respond. Yeah, uh, you kind of beat me to the punch there. Uh, good chance to go over 2,000 total yards tonight, and he missed two games, really, uh, in doing that. Very quickly, Coach, we've got about a minute before we have to take our first break. Uh, your offensive line rotation is experienced. They seem to get better week after week after week. Not only uh, were there rushing lanes there, but I want you to talk a little bit about how much time they're giving Paul Gamble. Yeah, they're doing a great job, you know, I, I, and I think the running game set some of that stuff up, you know, um, it it puts pressure on a defense and, and they can't just pin their ears back and, and really try to work up field. They know if they do, they'll get trapped or kicked or, or pinned or whatever it may be. So it uh, makes people play, um, you know, a little bit slower, uh, hopefully keeps us in advantageous uh, situations as far as down and distance goes and makes it a little bit um, you know, fav more favorable um, for the offense in general, certainly as a play caller. But um, they've done a tremendous job. You know, uh, it's, been, it's been interesting to see everybody's approach to us. Some people load the box. Some people try to take away the passing game and force us to run it. And the O-line has responded with whatever they've been given and been really proud of those guys this year. Coach Connor Foster of the Purple Hurricanes will take a quick break and be back to talk about Tonight's opponent, the Warner Robins Demons, when we return to Bartow Sports Zone. To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. 
Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goal. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. We're visiting with Cartersville Purple Hurricanes head football coach Connor Foster prior to their travels down to Warner Robins tonight to take on the Warner Robins Demons in the Class 5A state semifinals. We'll have pregame coverage for you here on WBHF beginning at 6 p.m. with kickoff set for 7.30 tonight. The Canes rematching with a familiar foe. Warner Robins has eliminated Cartersville in each of the last two seasons in the state title game in 2020 and then last year at Weinman Stadium in the second round. Coach Marquise Westbrook's teams uh, arrived tonight trying to reach the state finals for a sixth straight season, Coach Foster. Yeah, that's, that's impressive. Um, you know, they've done a great job. Uh, Coach does a does a tremendous job, a um, lot of talent, and, um, you know, a lot of great tradition. Coach, they, um, the Demons dropped four of their first five games this season, uh, but they've now won eight straight. I know you've seen a lot of tape, uh, a lot of video on Warner Robins at this point. Uh, what changed for the Demons in late September? I mean, you know, they, they, they went through some changes off season, uh, lost their offense coordinator, lost their O-line coach and defense coordinator. And, um, you know, so, uh, credit to coach Westbrook, you know, bringing in a new staff. I think it just took some time to figure out who they were going to be. And, um, you know, any, anytime you get that kind of turnover on the coaching staff, it, it's going to take a little time, but, uh, they're, they're, they've certainly jailed. They figured out their players and figured out, um, you know, how to get them in the right position to be successful and playing really well right now. It's all that matters. Compare and contrast the style of football uh, between our area, which is, you know, proved to be pretty pretty good in Region 7-5A this time, and the region that Warner Robins participates in. Uh, I think, you know, um, two great regions, obviously. Um, you know, Warner Robins is still in it. Dutchtown is still in it. You know, in the past, they've been in the same region as Ware County. Um, who's still in it as well. And, you know, with us and, and Calhoun, um, you know, having, having been made some deep runs the last few years, but, you know, you look at the, the depth of our region uh, with Cass making a great run this year and uh, our region sweeping the first round of the playoffs, you know, I, I think it's very comparable. The Demons' big overtime win last week over highly ranked Creekside started like a shootout, 21-21 to 21 at halftime, but then, the second half apparently turned into more of a defensive struggle. Tell us a little bit about how that played out. Yeah, there were some some explosive plays early, um, some special teams plays. Um, you know, both teams, uh, a lot of adrenaline. Um, you know, uh, it zamped up. The crowd crowd was impressive, and um, you know, I think in the second half, both teams kind of settled down to a little bit more of their identity and um, got after each other and played played more solid football. Um, so you know, it's. It's always trying to control those emotions, um, but both teams responded uh, like champions. You know, it was it was a great high school football game. Jackson, uh, coach, um, you mentioned the the crowd, the environment tonight. Obviously, you're on the road. Um, you, you've got some experience with Warner Robins. Um, but you've also got an experienced football team. Uh, this group crew you got they they've been in the fire before, if you will. Uh, you, Environment-wise, is it as good as you'll see all year down there in Warner Robins? Um, yeah, I mean, for sure. Uh, as good as we'll see all year. Hopefully not not as good as what we'll see next week, but um, you know, as good as we've seen all year. You know, it's a, it's that stadium um, is special. Uh, great tradition there between Warner Robins and Northside Warner Robins. And, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a great experience for our young guys to get to go down there and play in truly one of the unique environments in our state. And, um, I'm excited. I know our community is going to turn out. I know their community is going to turn out, and they should. Two great high school football programs, two great high school teams. Um, this is what we all work for, and, and excited to see it uh, play out tonight. 
Coach Connor Foster of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. Coach, uh, that Warner Robins defense uh, seems to be something special. All seniors are their leading tacklers. Uh, I'll just run through a, a few real quickly. Number eight, Dominic Faircloth, a middle linebacker. Number two, Ron Jaden Adair. Uh, Elijah Antonio, number nine, that's number two in Adair. Number 34, Cabrion Pushan. Uh, he's a defensive end. What stands out most to you about that Demons defense? Uh, they're just really sound. You know, they, they do a good job of mixing in some different looks, um, you know, whether it be a 3-3 three, three stack, kind of hip stack, or 3-4 um, slid over, it looked more like a 4-2-5. Uh, they got depth. They got different bodies that they can play depending on what personnel groups they're seeing. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see tonight, you know, how they match our different personnel groups and, you know, do they try to throw some different fronts at us. And, um, you know, they, they just, like I said, big and physical. You know, you haven't even mentioned Burley, um, who's one of the best players in, in the country. I feel like he's been there like 100 years. Um, <laughs> great high school football player and got, certainly got a bright future. And so um, big and physical up front, throw a lot of looks at you. That's That's always a recipe for success. Coach Connor Foster of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. They uh, hit the road tonight. Coach, uh, I know you told us off air. Just give our uh, listeners a little insight as to the travel plans very quickly in this final minute. Yeah, you know, we'll uh, we'll dismiss from class about 1030 and, and get them down there and get them, get them loaded on the buses by 11 and head down to Perry High School. Thankful we'll get the chance to go down there and walk through and then uh, feed them a meal. Uh, this feed them uh, a pregame meal there at Perry High School and then and get on the road about a 30 minute drive to Warner Robins to try to keep it as close as we can to a normal away game schedule. Well, Coach, uh, again, thank you for your time and best of luck to the Hurricanes tonight. Yeah, thank you for everybody making that trip tonight. And for those of you that can't, thank you for listening on the radio. Go, Canes. Coach Connor Foster of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes headed to the state semifinals tonight. A news break, and then we'll be back with more of Bartow Sports Zone. Don't let heating or cooling needs create unwanted stress in your home or business. Allow the licensed pros at All Weather Heating and Air to get your system updated or repaired. With refreshingly affordable prices, let All Weather provide an honest, consultant quote for your system today. Call 770-315-5909, visit Allweather at 333 North Tennessee Street in Cartersville, or learn more at allweatherheatingandair.com. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. We cruise into our second hour of the day, the third hour of Bartow's Morning News. Bartow Sports Zone is brought to you by All Star Roofing, Styles Auto Care, Derek Strange of Edward Jones, Wilson Pools, Asher Realty, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Rents for Events, DA Baker Construction, iWorks of Cartersville, Latitude Blue, All Weather Heating and Air. Johnny's New York Style Pizza, Schottenkirk Honda, First Class Collision Center, Hydro Pro Wash, Oak Valley Designs, and Three-Way Campers. And we'll remind you before we get started again this morning, next week we'll continue to visit with Coach Connor Foster as long as uh, the Canes continue in the state playoffs. Hopefully we'll have Coach back on again next week and then... We'll also continue visiting with our local basketball coaches as their seasons get into full swing. Charles Wilson here this morning along with Alan Sanders back from the WBHF studios and Jackson Hyde online with us through our Zoom connection this morning. I want to first talk a little bit about the United States men's soccer team and the World Cup. The U.S. outlasting Iran one to nothing on Tuesday to advance to the knockout round of the 2022 World Cup in Qatar or Qatar, your preference of pronunciation. Uh, the U.S. will play the Netherlands tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. The Netherlands the number eight team in FIFA's world team rankings. Of course, the United States team is number 16, and with only 16 teams left as we move into the knockout round, uh, the U.S. surely will be an underdog as they try to advance through the bracket. The, the United States and the Netherlands have never faced off in an international tournament, although the Netherlands lead a friendlies series 
of matches, four matches to one, uh, dating back to 1998. The U.S. did win the most recent friendly back in 2015. That was a four to three score. The U.S. Dutch winner will play the winner of Argentina and Australia in the second round, and that would be one week from today. I got to turn to Jackson Hyde first. He is my football guy. Uh, Jackson, <laughs> how much World Cup have you taken in? Uh, very, very little. I watched a few few highlights uh, of the U.S. Iran match. Um, just n- never been one to really been able to get into soccer, but uh, it's good to see. You know, obviously the patriotic side of everybody. We always want the U.S. to do to do well, regardless of the sport, and proud to see them get the win. Uh, sounds like we got an uphill battle from here, but it's good to be in that final 16. Alan Sanders back in the studio. Uh, all of his girls played soccer. Uh, so Alan's been around uh, the sport for a long time now. Uh, tell us about your take on the U.S. performance and uh, what you see moving forward from here, Alan. Well, you know, one of the things they talked about going in is how youthful and maybe some of the lack of experience. But what I saw... And, and and unfortunately, it came out in game one. Uh, they should have beat Wales, but because of a dumb mistake in the penalty box, gave Wales the free kick, which ended in the tie 1-1. But I was impressed, even in that game, keeping Wales pretty much defensively locked out, except for the mistake that the U.S. player made uh, in the goalie box. After that, the shutout against England, I was like, these guys don't know that they're not supposed to be able to dominate or at least hang with people like England. And then they had complete control over Iran. Honestly, I don't know that it won't be a fun game against the Dutch. I think it's going to be a good one tomorrow. We won't have ties anymore. So now that we're in the knockout rounds, we're going to go to either extra uh, extra play and then goes to shootouts. So at this point, you got to win or you're you're done. There is no tie. Yeah, and that's an exciting uh, portion of the knockout round. And of course, uh, as we mentioned, the U.S. Dutch match is at uh, I guess ten o'clock here locally. Uh, tomorrow morning so a lot of uh we used to have breakfast at wimbledon i guess we'll have breakfast in in cutter (laughs) i gotta tell you i'm gonna be in studios as we usually are every saturday but uh bk may not like it he's not a sports guy it's gonna be on the monitor here (laughs) in the studios tomorrow morning absolutely let's uh run through uh, a few basketball updates uh before our next commercial break uh talk a little bit about our local basketball teams Starting with the Excel Christian uh, Academy teams, the Excel Christian girls, as we've mentioned on the last couple of shows, they are fielding a girls basketball team for the first time in quite a few years out there. They're currently 0-5. They are playing in the GAPS organization, uh, G-A-P-P-S. That's the Georgia Association of Private and Parochial Schools. Uh, They did uh, uh, host Rockmart last night. Took another tough loss there. The Excel Christian boys, however, picked up a big win last night over Rockmart, beating uh, the Yellow Jackets 64-60. to Coach David Archer and the Eagles are 5-3 and three on the year. Uh, they had a win at Oakwood Christian on Monday night. They did lose to Calhoun on Tuesday, uh, taking on some of the big boys, and then uh, did knock off Rockmart last night in a four-point win. The Ayersville teams, of course, we visited with Coach Melissa Winters this morning here on Bartow Sports Zone. Glad to have uh, her on the show and hear a little bit about this year's Lady Tigers team. They are now at 3-1 and one on the year. Uh, they won at Woodland on Tuesday night. They will begin their region play tonight when they host the Gordon Lee Trojans. And uh, let's also cover the Adairsville boys in this segment. Coach Alex Dispro's Tigers are at uh, one and are rather two and two on the year. They won at Woodland on Tuesday night, uh, hosting Gordon Lee, of course, tonight to open up Region 6 AAA play. So uh, that's two of our five local teams uh, covered so far. Uh, We um, always like to keep up with our basketball programs as we progress through the season and over the next uh, several weeks here on the show. We'll be bringing in basketball coaches to talk about uh, the progress that they are making uh, right up until the holiday season. And then, uh, of course, we'll continue that uh, with visits with our basketball coaches throughout the month of January as they progress toward 
their region and state playoffs. And, of course, we'll we'll put some wrestling in there as well. Uh, Bartow County, well known for its wrestling prowess at the high school level. So uh, we'll bring them in as well. When we come back, we'll talk about Cartersville Woodland and Cass basketball here on Bartow Sports Zone. Hi, this is Ivy Jordan. My husband Trey and I invite you to visit us at Latitude Blue under the Church Street Bridge in Cartersville. We are a unique custom designed pool builder offering Pebble Tech and Imagine Pools. Latitude Blue has a service department that can service and maintain your swimming pool and spa. We also have a full service retail store stocked with products to increase your outdoor fun. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Latitude Blue, bringing families together one backyard at a time. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. We're giving you a little basketball update here on BSC this morning. Uh, continuing through that, let's uh, talk about the Cartersville basketball teams. Coach Charisma Boykin's Lady Kings are now 2-0 and after winning at East Paulding on Tuesday. They are scheduled to host Cedartown tomorrow afternoon at the Storm Center. And the boys of Coach Mike Tobin, they're still operating without their full roster with the football playoffs continuing, obviously. Uh, they lost at East Paulding Tuesday night. They will host Cedartown tomorrow as well. The Woodland girls and boys, Coach Kyle Morgan's Lady Cats are at 1-4, and four, losing to Adairsville at home on Tuesday. They are at Temple tonight, and the Woodland boys are 1-4 and four under co- new coach Kip Dyer. Uh, they uh, uh, also lost at home to Adairsville on Tuesday night. They are at Temple tonight as well. The Cass basketball teams, Coach Burt Jackson's Lady Colonels, are currently 4-0 and on the year. They won at home against Southeast Whitfield on Tuesday night. They are playing at Model tonight and at Clarkston tomorrow. Uh, the Cass boys under new head coach Kevin Cunningham are 2-5 and on the year. They picked up their second win at home Tuesday night against Southeast Whitfield, and they lost at Rome last night. So uh, that catches you up on basketball. Local wrestling teams are getting started with tournaments and dual meets. Uh, We've had a couple of uh, swim meets uh, reported on Bartow Sports Zone as well, so we hope to continue to keep you updated on all of the winter sports. It's a big weekend for the GHSA state football playoffs. Uh, The state semifinals getting started this evening. Uh, Some games of obvious local interest. Uh, I want to let the bench warners kind of jump in here with me in just a moment, but uh, we'll start with the classification that matters locally. You've got the Warner Robins uh, Demons hosting the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes tonight, Jackson, uh, where the Canes are actually favored by a touchdown. Yeah, you hats off to the uh, the Cartersville football program, that coaching staff, community players. Uh, one heck of a run there probably have improved weekly as, as anybody who keeps up with it has seen. Um, I expect big things out of them tonight. Um, my gut feeling tells me it could be a dominating performance tonight there in, uh, in Warner Robins. It's uh, good to see them do well. Look forward to seeing them next week, hopefully playing for that state championship. Alan, back in the studio, um, always fun when the football playoffs get deep into December. Oh, yeah, no, my wife really loves all the uh, bonus time that we're getting here in the studios of WBHF. But um, I think it's something that we've got to be careful. I know Matt talks about this a lot. The community sometimes takes it for granted. This is something very special to have a team or to have any of our teams uh, at all. You know, three of our four went even uh, into the first round of the playoffs. But to continue to be playing high school football in December, it's special. And I think that's something that we should all get out and support. The other semifinal, Jackson, is Dutchtown at Ware County. I know uh, Dutchtown, that's a team that you were talking about several weeks ago as being a powerhouse. But Ware County is a 27-point favorite tonight as they host Dutchtown. Yeah, a little bit surprising on that uh, computer projection, if you will. Uh, Dutchtown, a little bit probably of the four left in, in the 5A classification, the one that probably most people haven't heard of or seen it may be their first time uh this far into the bracket solid football team uh top to bottom offensively defensive 
defensively very good. Uh, beat that Warner Roberts team that Carter's was playing uh, tonight. And of course, Ware County still searching for that first state championship. Uh, probably one of the better programs in the state that's never had one. So, uh, be an interesting game. Um, I think it's a toss-up. I think it's going to be a lot closer than the, the projections. Wow. That's interesting. Uh, and, of course, uh, as Jackson mentioned, the uh, computer projections right now have Ware County as a heavy, almost four-touchdown favorite, and Cartersville favored by a touchdown tonight in the semifinals. Well, that's Class 5A, and that's the one we're obviously most interested in with the Purple Hurricanes involved. But uh, let's uh, take a quick glance at some of the other classifications, at least the games that might have some local Herring's interest. Starting in Class 7A, where Coach Joey King, former Cartersville coach, now the coach at the Carrollton Trojans, they're tonight at Colquitt County, where the computer projections there, Jackson, have that game as a toss-up. know very little about Colquitt. Um, I know story program. Always seem to be in the mix this time of year. Uh, was fortunate enough last Friday to uh, – was at the Cardsville game there for a little while and was able to pull up the uh, Carrollton-Walton game on my phone just to, to watch some of that ball game. And that is a heck of a quarterback they have there at Carrollton. True freshman in Juju Lewis. Uh, offers all over from all over the country already as a freshman. And he is one heck of a football player. And it, it showed he's got some, some talent around him. Uh, Phil – I'm Joey King. I feel real good about tonight going to Colquitt County. The winner of that game gets the Mill Creek Milton winner. Let's move on to Class 6A, uh, where some folks just up the road, the Rome Wolves, hit the road tonight at Langston Hughes, where Rome is a 15-point underdog. Uh, that must be a heck of a team over there at Langston Hughes, Jackson. I remember correctly, this is off off. Strictly off memory, I don't have a cheat sheet in front of me, but I believe there's 11, 10 or 11 Division One uh, players on that Langston Hughes uh, football team. They are a solid, solid outfit. I've heard some folks say they may be as good as anybody in the state. And, uh, of course, Rome, Rome is Rome. They've played well all year. They uh, had to play Marish last week, a team that uh, is not going to beat yourself. You're going to have to play good four-quarter Good game, four quarters to beat that bunch at Marist, and uh, Rome was able to do that. So the uh, that's going to be a fun one to, to keep an eye on tonight. The winner of that one gets the Roswell-Gainesville winner. A couple of other uh, matchups of uh, somewhat local interest. Cedartown, just to our west, will be hosting North Oconee tonight. The Bulldogs are about a touchdown favorite in that one. The winner of the Cedartown-North Oconee game We'll get the winner of Benedictine and Troop. Benedictine, a heavy favorite over Troop. So, Cedartown trying to get into that state championship matchup. And in Class 3A, well, we've got the Oconee County Warriors who knocked Adairsville out of the playoffs. They're still involved, but they take on a Cedar Grove team in Atlanta tonight where uh, Jackson, we've got about 30 seconds. The Saints are a four-touchdown favorite. Uh, And rightfully so. Uh, solid, solid football team there at Cedar Grove. For their classification, I think they're hitting shoulders better than anybody else. Just to reach back on Cedartown for just a second, was able to see them in a scrimmage game earlier this year uh, against Cass, a solid football team. Against the North Oconee, North Oconee team that's going to put some points up. So that, that could be a, a exciting football game. A lot of points probably going to be scored in that one. The winner of that 3A matchup gets the winner of Sandy Creek and Carver of Atlanta. Time for our news break, and when we come back, we'll talk some college football on what is always a wacky weekend with conference championships. Storms come along in life. But when your home or business has an all-star roof and gutters, you have an all-star defense. For free same-day inspections and estimates, call 678-245-9658 or 770-655-0911. Find All-Star Roofing online at allstarroofs.com or find All-Star Roofing and Restoration on Facebook. The new leaders for roofing and gutters, All-Star Roofing. What separates Styles Auto Care from others? 
Hey folks, Frankie Johnson here from Styles Auto Care. If you look past the fact that no other auto repair facility provides the different services that we offer at Styles, it's our people. As soon as you walk through the front door, you see a difference. A warm, comfortable family atmosphere where a mom and her children are comfortable. Friendly faces that greet you with a smile. Knowledgeable staff that truly listen to your concern. Styles Auto Care, 1261 West Avenue, where you'll always be treated as family. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Hey, good morning, and welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde and Alan Sanders today on BSZ. We're so glad you could join us. We uh, want to remind everyone that we'll have high school football for you tonight here on WBHF in Cartersville. It'll be the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes on the road to take on the Warner Robins Demons from down in middle Georgia. Uh, that coverage will begin at 6 p.m. with the countdown to kickoff and then kickoff for tonight's semifinal game in Class 5A will be at 7.30. Uh, we want to turn our attention now to some college football, and uh, I have Jackson Hyde on the Zoom connection with us this morning. Uh, Jackson, the NCAA kind of uh, releasing the information earlier this week that the uh, college football playoffs will be expanding from the four teams that we currently have. We'll have four teams this year. That'll be decided this uh, weekend. And then uh, we'll have four teams again the following year. But then after that, we're going to move to a 12-team college football playoff. Yep, Charles, as we mentioned off the air, as a college football fan, it's, it's awesome to see it expand uh, to you know more football you know, teams that probably normally wouldn't play each other in, in a regular season type setup, matching up. But uh, as a, I don't know, as more of a college football purist, I think four is is a better solution. This year is a prime example. Usually you can narrow it down to the four teams that are worthy of winning the national championship. So it's uh, as a football fan, great, more football. But uh, to really determine the championship, I think the, the four-team setup was, was perfect. Yeah, the uh, format obviously will be uh, an opening round uh, where there will be four different matchups. Eight, the eight lower seeds, seeds five through 12, will be squaring off in, the, in an opening round. And those games will actually be played on college campuses across the country with a higher seed hosting a lower seed, uh, for example, five versus 12 and six versus 11, et cetera. Uh, the top four teams will get a bye in that first round and will await winners from those opening games. Uh, Alan, I'll bring you in here with your uh, opinion on this this morning. Uh, moving from four to 12, personally, I don't know that we get better football. I think the pro part of that uh, equation is we do get more football, but I don't know that we necessarily get better football. Well, you know, being involved with the discussion for many years here about whether or not we would ever see an expanded playoff, whether or not we'd get to maybe four super conferences, it felt like no matter what, all the naysayers, I felt like it was always heading in this direction. And I think when you started adding so many bowl games and you started seeing people choose not to play in in the lesser bowl games, if you will, the uh, you know when you start having 30 and 40 different bowl games, it felt like players were like, well, my season's over. I don't care. I'm not playing for the national championship. Putting that playoff structure in place, I think, is going to put weight on that. But I also fear it's going to make those bowl games even more irrelevant, uh, for, unless you just enjoy watching teams play. But, you know, so many players just choose, well, my season's over. Why would I extend a, a chance of injury going to a, a bowl game? Yeah, and that, that has been an issue for the last, oh, well, you know, several handful of years uh, where teams that are not in the college football playoffs their NFL-worthy uh, potential draftees do make that decision to not uh, go and play in those bowl games. And, uh, you know, there are uh, programs that deal with that in a variety of different ways and a lot of players that see that in different ways. Uh, they see it as, I want my college experience to continue as long as it can, and others are looking at their wallets. Now, what I can tell you, I think having the playoff, what we're going to see is, yeah, you're still going to have those two or three top-tier teams, the Georgias, the Alabamas, Ohio States. 
but I think you've seen some pretty good parity in, let's say, 5 down to 12, down to 15. You've got teams that surprise teams that are ranked and unranked, so I think it might be interesting to see what happens once the playoffs expand to 12. Will you see a little more competition in some of those mid-games? Yeah, Jackson, the other thing that I think is going to create is uh, we, we have a little bit, maybe just a tiny bit of controversy now on who four, five, and six are. What's it going to do about who is 11, 12, 13, and 14? Yeah, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to really open that uh, door up to some fan bases who would normally not be in the conversation, which I guess is a plus, but you're going to have a lot of those – you know, eight and three teams thinking, well, we lost to three teams that are in it. We should be in it. The other side of that coin, too, Charles, in my opinion, is it's going to almost make these conference championship games irrelevant. Um, if you looked at, say, where we're at 12 this year, I would think probably the the eight teams playing, well, less Purdue and maybe North Carolina would have an opportunity regardless of win or losing their conference championship game. So I think it might take a little bit. The SEC is a little different. There's a lot of fan base to just soon win that than anything. But uh, uh, I think it's going to take a little bit of the the spotlight off of these conference championship games, knowing that uh, if you're in that, you're probably in the top 12 as it is. Yeah, I mentioned this in our pre-show conversation with Alan and Mike early this morning before Bartow Sports Zone ever started. But in a lot of ways, I think this is the most absurd weekend of college football of the year. And, and what do I mean by that? You've got – Teams and fan bases sitting at home in front of their TVs this weekend. Uh, they weren't quite good enough to get into a conference championship game or lost certain games that kept them out of these games this weekend. But now these couch dwellers are sitting at home rooting for somebody to lose so that they can possibly be inserted into a college football playoff. That's going to be an even greater uh, issue once you go to 12 teams, Jackson. It will. It's funny you say that. You know, there's there's nobody in the in the country rooting for USC this week other than USC. Everybody else <laughs> to give them a chance is wanting to, wanting them to lose. So it's, uh, it's very interesting. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure how you can uh, gain by not playing, but uh, uh, you know, the comment that I even made was, "What if the NFL or the NBA or Major League Baseball had a round of playoffs and then?" Uh, there were teams that didn't make the playoffs sitting at home hoping that a particular team loses so that they get a chance to be inserted. It just seems like a bizarre weekend uh, with the college uh, football conference championships, Alan. No, it's, uh, <laughs> it is interesting how that works out. Where, But, you know, we've seen it before. Like, go, even in the SEC, you've got your conference championship. We watched Alabama lose one time, only to still be in the playoffs. And then vice versa, Georgia lost, but they came right back. So, I, I, is there an answer? I don't know. Well, expanding to 12 is just going to mean there are more questions than answers, I believe. Let's take a break, and we'll be back with more of BSZ. Making one happy Honda customer at a time, Schottenkirk Honda of Cartersville offers unparalleled customer care you can trust with confidence. With dent and ding repair, tire and wheel repair, windshield repair, AC warranty, key replacement, and more, your purchase at Schottenkirk Honda has extra value guaranteed. Visit us on Main Street or online today and give us a shot at Schottenkirk Honda, 539 East Main Street in Cartersville and online at hondaofcartersville.com. Hey folks, this is Sean with St. Angelo's Pizza next to Lake Point Sports in Emerson. So who's ready for some football? High school, college, and pro. You name it, we can't wait. So to celebrate, we're cooking up some great pizza deals all season long. Look us up on Facebook for all of our food and drink specials. And don't forget us when it's time to book that office holiday party or get together. For more information, find us at stangelos.com on the web or call us at 678-719-0495. St. Angelo's Pizza, Old Alatoona Road next to Lake Point Station and Lake Point Sports. Let's go. Wilson Pools has been your swimming pool expert for 55 years. Same name, three generations of the same family. This is Lee. Come by and see us at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the blue beach house with the bright yellow door. Or call us at 770-386-3324 for all your swimming pool needs. Free water testing, weekly service, construction repair. We make swimming easy. So WilsonPools.com, Wilson Pools on Facebook.
Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. We ease into the final segment of the morning. Still talking a little college football and the college football playoff rankings came out this week. It's the next to last set of rankings as we head into the conference championship games. The rankings were as follows, obviously. Number one is Georgia. Number two, Michigan. Number three is TCU. Number four is Southern Cal. Five, six, seven, and eight are Ohio State, Alabama, Tennessee, and Penn State. Uh, let's start out uh, by talking about the chaos theory, Jackson. If all of those top four teams were to lose, does Georgia and Michigan get in anyway? And I think you and I have even talked off the air a little bit about TCU. In my opinion, those three teams are, are locked in. Obviously, there's a committee that's going to make that determination at the end. But if I'm on the committee, win or lose, assuming there's no big just demonstrative blowout or significant injury to a player, uh, to a significant player, that I wouldn't, I would, I would think those three teams are in. I think USC spot there at four. I think they have to win to get in. And if they lose, it's going to open up the chaos to uh, your Ohio State and Alabama. Which one of those teams would deserve to to drop into that four spot? All right, you opened up uh, Pandora's box there. I'll let you answer that question. If Southern Cal were to lose, two idle teams, Ohio State and Alabama, sit at home and argue over who gets in. Who would you put in there? As a as a guy who thinks he knows a little bit about football, I think your first question would be, well, okay, if those two played hypothetically head-to-head, who's the better football team? And I would think it was Alabama. I would say Alabama is the better football team uh, between the two. Uh, but if you go to the paper and look at the records, you know, it's a one-loss team in Ohio State versus a, a two-loss team in Alabama. So it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how that comes. I think the better team's Alabama. Well, uh, it, uh, as you mentioned, it is interesting, and I'm not sure how you weigh all of that out if you're the committee. Uh, people seem to think that once the committee ranks those teams that that stands pat, but we've seen from the past history, Alan, where regardless of how teams are ranked one week, even if they don't play, the following week, there can be some changes in those rankings. Yeah, a lot of it, of course, depending, as as uh, Jackson said, how big of a blowout loss does somebody have? If it's a real tight game, does that keep them kind of where they are? Do they lose simply because they lost by uh, two or three scores? Um, I'm going to dovetail, though, on what Jackson said. I think the the lineage of Alabama is stronger, but the way they've played this year, I would have to argue Ohio State would deserve to move up because there have been too many close games and Alabama's had more losses. So if I'm going to pick some 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 measuring tools, I'm going to give Alabama a pass this time around if uh if if uh TC excuse me, if um uh USC loses, I think Ohio State moves up. Let's run through the conference title game matchups real quickly in our remaining time. Tonight at 8 p.m., you've got the Pac-12 championship game. Utah at 9-3 and three on the year, taking on USC uh, at 11-1 and one on the season. The game is on Fox. The Trojans are three-point favorites over the Utes as they match up tonight in Las Vegas. Jackson, uh, based on your opinion you just gave us earlier, this is uh, the, the biggest game of the weekend in college football as far as the college playoffs are concerned. I think it's the biggest game, and I think it's the best game. These two teams uh, played earlier in the year at Utah. Utah scored with less than a minute. I think it was 40-something seconds to go uh, with the opportunity to tie the ball game, and they decided to go for two and were able to get it and win the ball game over USC. So that's uh, that was a heck of a ball game. I think it was 44-43 was that final, and that was a heck of a ball game. And I expect a similar type situation tonight. Really impressed with the USC quarterback. I think uh, – I think he may be your in in line to win that Heisman if he performs well tonight. Tomorrow at noon, you've got the Big Twelve Championship. Kansas State at nine and three, taking on an undefeated TCU team. Uh, the Horned Frogs are two and a half point favorites in that one. Tomorrow afternoon at four, it will be the SEC Championship game from Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta. 
where LSU at nine and three takes on a twelve and zero Georgia team currently ranked number one. The Bulldogs are seventeen point favorites over the Tigers, and then tomorrow night at eight p.m. it's the Big Ten championship game where the Purdue Boilermakers at eight and four on the year take on undefeated Michigan at twelve and zero. That game's also on Fox. The Wolverines are sixteen point favorites over the Boilermakers. That game will be coming to us from Indianapolis. And, Jackson, I'll give you a last word here. I think you told me you expect chalk this weekend. I do. I pick all four of the, the favorites to win and for the playoff, current playoff standings to stand pat. Um, and who would have thought in the Big 12 championship game at the beginning of the year you'd have TCU play in Kansas State? That is uh, pretty remarkable that your, your blue bloods out there sitting at home watching this weekend. That's a wrap for this weekend's Bartow Sports Zone show. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to Alan back in the studios and Jackson Hyde on the Zoom connection. We'll see you next week, folks.